Hello, welcome to my podcast. I'm Holly Millward, a writer and a reader. Today, I'd like to discuss the book Rebecca by Daphne de Marier. This book is a gothic novel that was written or published in the 1930s. Um, a note about gothic novels. These are some of my favorite books to read. Um, and I started reading them when I was young. They are part of the reason why I have such a love for England, I think. Um, and I just, I've been reading a lot of them and, and rereading a lot of them recently towards the end of September and on into October as we are during Halloween. I just wanted to read some of my favorite books again and pick up a new favorite, um, some new favorites. All right, so the book Rebecca is a, a classic. This is one that is um, never been out of print. Like I said, it was published in the 1930s. It's very well known. I thought that I read it um, kind of a long time ago. And so when I picked it up a bit ago, I was expecting to remember <laughs> some of it, but I, I don't know, maybe I did read it before, but it just, it was like reading it for the first time, this go around. I, I didn't remember really anything about it um, from when I read it years ago. So it was kind of a fun experience to engage with it again in such a new way. And really as an adult coming and reading it had a, a lot different of an experience and, and thoughts about it than I did when I was younger. Um, so the synopsis of the book is at the very beginning, you meet the narrator. It's written from the first person point of view. So it's all from one character's point of view. She's a young girl in her early 20s um, in Monte Carlo. She's the companion of kind of a rich, um, oh, awkward <laughs> lady. But while they're in Monte Carlo, she meets this wealthy Englishman, Maxim de Winter, and he's quite a bit older than she is. He's a widower. After a very, very short courtship, she agrees to marry him, and then they go to his home in Cornwall, which is this beautiful, amazing estate with this house named Manderley. So everything's kind of good up until when they get there, but then once they get to the escape to the estate, these kind of strange things start happening, and it's like the narrator almost slowly goes insane because there's all these reports of the first wife Rebecca and how beautiful she was and how much taste she had and how she always had the best parties and she did the most amazing things with the house and she knew how to you know just like make society um impressed with her and and the house and so this other younger kind of plainer middle more middle class woman who has stepped into the shoes now 
of the lady of this house is feels very insecure in her own place she doesn't she compares herself to Rebecca and the other people around her compare her to Rebecca as well most notably the housekeeper Mrs. Danvers who you find out through the course of the book loved Rebecca and almost raised Rebecca and so from the very beginning this housekeeper doesn't want to like the new Mrs. De Winter who is in charge of Manderley. So it's like very slowly kind of spiraling in almost like a mental health problem. Like she's slowly going insane. She's slowly, things are getting worse between her and her new husband. And it's like going downhill and it just continues to do so. And so it's it's really it's kind of hard to read because it's you feel bad for this character but then there were times when I was so frustrated with her too like you just wanted to say look lady you know do something <laughs> just you're the lady of the house now forget about stupid rebecca just you do what you want to do but she doesn't learn that lesson until a lot later on um and she's very young at the beginning. So I think probably most of us put in a position like this would sort of have the same experience. You're unsure, you're sort of in the quicksand, you're trying to find your place. And when you have so many kind of odds set against you or other people who are not supportive, then things are going to be tough. One of the most striking things that happens in this book is what actually happens with Rebecca. So you learn during the course of the novel that she died in a boating accident, and it's very sad. But as things kind of go along, you learn that she was very good at sailing, and she it's, it's an odd thing that she died in this accident. Now, I'm going to give a spoiler here. But I want to talk about this, and so I'm just going to go ahead and say it. If you don't want to know a main plot point of this book, turn off the podcast now and maybe come back once you've read it. But what happens is you actually find out that she didn't die in an accident, but her husband, Mr. DeWinter, actually murders her and then puts her on the boat and uh, makes it sink. So it's a murder, and I think it's really problematic. I know this book was written in the 1930s, and there's a lot of different um, things that have happened since the 1930s. Our ideas have changed a lot, but to me, it was really hard to um, get past this plot point because they paint Rebecca in such a way the husband does, Mr. DeWinter, to his new wife, the narrator, that it kind of, I think, is meant to smooth over the murder. So they say that Rebecca actually, even though she was so revered amongst the society, 
at Manderley, and she supposedly was so amazing at all these things, and beautiful, and, you know, tasteful, and all that stuff. Um, Mr. De Winter says, no, well, actually, she is this, or, or was this very promiscuous woman, wild woman, she had lots of different affairs, they disliked each other from the very first day they were married, and they paint her in this kind of um, disturbed, like, gross light. And because of that, they kind of argue that this murder is not, uh, like, as bad a thing. But a modern person reading this book, like me reading this book, I'm not okay with the fact that he just murders her. (laughs) Like, they kind of gloss over it in the book, and the narrator, she's fine with it. Like, the major thing that they're worried about for the whole end of the book is whether or not he's going to get caught. But, I mean, he killed his wife. It's not cool. And so it's really eye-opening to read like I forgot that that happened like maybe and honestly when I read it before when I was much younger it maybe didn't like maybe I didn't have as vehement a reaction about it I think that my ideas about people and life has changed a lot um but I do know that now I feel that look maybe she was promiscuous maybe she was a you know, a bit of a mess and hard to live with or whatnot. But I mean, come on, you can't just murder her and it's fine, you know, not okay, not okay at all. And so I felt very passionate about that and was kind of shocked when I got to that because I didn't remember that at all. And I think that that right there says that I must not have been as upset about it the first time I read this book a long, long time ago. But anyway, I was surprised by that, and I don't know, it makes me feel a little differently, I think, about this particular book than um, other gothic novels, even though I thought it was a very, I still think it's a very good book, and I enjoyed reading it, it was very interesting, but I don't know, real problematic, I think, on the whole murder (laughs) aspect. I wanted to read a couple of samples from the book. The writing of the book was really great. And like I said, other than that plot point that was problematic or disturbing, um, I, I enjoyed the writing. I thought the book did a great job of like slowly kind of ratcheting up the the anxiety, um, you know, and just kind of having this sort of claustrophobic, frustrating, um, you know, more and more tightening, uh, constricting type of feel to it as it went on and on. Um, so I thought the actual writing of the book was really great and did a good job with that. Um, so a few of the quotes that I enjoyed... And I think this shows some of Rebecca de Marier's skill. Um, here's one. If only there could be an invention that bottled up a memory like scent, and it never faded, and it never got stale, 
And then when one wanted it, the bottle could be uncorked and it would be like living the moment all over again. Um, I suppose sooner or later in the life of everyone comes a moment of trial. We, all of us, have our particular devil who rides us and torments us, and we must give battle in the end. Um, let's see if I can find one more here really quick. We can never go back again, that much is certain. The past is still close to us. The things we have tried to forget and put behind us would stir again, and that sense of fear of furtive unrest, struggling at length to blind, unreasoning panic, now mercifully stilled, thank God, might in some manner unforeseen become a living companion as it had before. So the writing of this book is great. I I really enjoyed um, that aspect of the book. I think um, Daphne de Maurier did a fantastic job with that. Final thoughts on Rebecca. So I did very much enjoy this book. It didn't take me very long to read it again. Um, I I think it's very interesting. It is great writing. I would recommend it. I do have to say it isn't my favorite gothic novel. I tend to like gothic novels that are a little bit more romantic. So in particular, I would have liked a male character who was more likable. I didn't think Mr. De Winter was very likable at all from the get-go. And I know that's why this book is so interesting, but I just don't, I, I like having a, a, um, more of a romance uh, than this was. This was, I don't know. Um, And I also like a female character, main character, who is a little more sure of herself as well. So again, what made this book so interesting was the fact that she wasn't, and she does go through a journey. So she is much more self-assured and certain of herself by the end of the book. But part of that is because of her husband's horrible failings. It's like she kind of like takes over after she finds out, you know, what he did. And then, I don't know, she like finally starts having believes in herself a little bit more um, after all that, but it's, it's just, it's, it's weird. It's weird. So not my favorite Gothic novel because of that, but still a really great read and worthy of reading just for the fact that it is such a well-known book and it is such a classic. So I would recommend it, but not my favorite. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I will wish you happy reading until we meet again. Goodbye.